0: Revelation, chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. And the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within. And day and night they do not cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. And when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne and will worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will, they existed and were created. Previously, we were introduced to the four cherubim, or living creatures, and the 24 elders who surround the throne of God. Here, we focus on the worship lifted by first the angels and then enjoined by the elders. Most of us recognize the great hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, written by Reginald Heber, Bishop of Calcutta. Most of us, I suspect, do not know that the hymn began as a poem, discovered by Bishop Heber's widow after his death in 1826. The words languished until 1861, when a music publisher approached a young graduate, John B. Dykes, for a tune for the poem. Dykes wrote the music he named Nicaea in a half hour. The combination of Huber's poem and Dykes' music became a hymn that beautifully amplifies the praise of the angels John recorded in Revelation 4.9. Instead of reciting the hymn, please hear the words that became one of our creeds in a Christian council held in the place for which Dyke named his tomb. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, And for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, To come. Amen. With the cherubim continually praising the triune God, the 24 elders prostrate themselves before him who lives forever and ever, him who sits on the throne. The elders are the representatives of the overcomers. Recall the promise of Christ to the Laodiceans in Revelation 3.21 He who overcomes I will grant to him to sit down with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. The crowns they are wearing are the victor's crowns Stephanos in the Greek. This is the crown of life, reward spoken of in James one twelve. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And promised by the Lord to the church in Smyrna in Revelation 2.10, do not fear what you are about to suffer behold the devil is about to cast some of you into prison so that you will be tested and you will have tribulation for 10 days be faithful until death and i will give you the crown of life the apostle peter in 1 peter chapter 5 wrote of a second type of crown. Therefore, I exhort the elders among you, as your fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily, according to the will of God and not for sordid gain, but with eagerness, nor yet as lording it over those allotted to your charge, but proving to be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Paul wrote, in Second Timothy 4.8, of a third type of crown. In the future, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. And in First Thessalonians 2:19 a fourth For who is our hope or joy or crown of exaltation is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming Paul uses an athletic metaphor in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 24 and 25 to describe the fifth type of crown Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. Everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. They then do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we, an imperishable the Apostle describes in 2 Corinthians 5.10 where all these crowns are given. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. At this point in the Revelation, all this has already taken place. What remains in the fourth chapter is a reflection of their humble gratitude of Christ's grace toward us. And anything we did to glorify our Lord after we got saved was all done by His power and not our own. This scene is a manifestation of our Lord receiving all the glory for all that we did in his name. The moment is memorialized by a hymn of praise that soars from all in attendance. Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power For you created all things, and because of your will they existed and were created. This, then, is the great Amen to the complete sovereignty of our Lord and our God, King of the Universe, Maker of Heaven and Earth.